Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Uh, my name's Tom and joining me today is Becky. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, how to boost our mood when we're feeling a little bit low. So often when we notice that we're feeling um, our emotions have taken a bit of a dip, so we might be feeling a bit low or a bit worried about something, a lot of people can find that they stop doing things they used to enjoy. So we might not go out as much um, or we might stop doing things altogether. And at the time, people can kind of find that they think this helps. They might notice that they've got maybe less motivation or they have less energy than they used to um but we can find in the long term it can maybe make things a little bit worse it can make our mood dip even further um and we quite often notice that at this time of year so around autumn and winter when we're maybe getting less sunlight when the sun's setting much earlier and it's rising much later um, and it can be a little bit more noticeable there um, and so what we're going to talk about today and what we're going to look at is how we can maybe flip that on its head and how we can help ourselves to feel a little bit better um, when we're feeling low. So I think when we're in quite a low mood, um, we actually stop a lot of activities that we enjoy, but also activities and, and little things in life which actually kind of make us feel better and are really good for our general well-being. Um, so we might stop kind of taking part in hobbies or little interests um, you might not feel that motivated to kind of actually leave the house and go out um, but you might stop seeing your friends and family um, so that social interaction might not be there as much um, when we spend a lot of time alone and when we spend a lot of time not really doing much that can impact our body as well so we might not be feeling as hungry as we usually are um, we might not have that appetite but we might also struggle to get to sleep at night or we might end up oversleeping as well. Something else that young people have shared with me previously is that it can impact sort of their mood again. So like you've kind of recognised that when we are feeling low, it can make us feel even lower. Um, and sometimes our self-esteem, so people don't feel quite so good about themselves or maybe they start to recognise more negative attributes and give themselves those kind of terms as opposed to really positive things but something that always stands out to me is this tends to be a really slow process so people don't necessarily go from doing everything they love and enjoy one day to doing nothing the next it tends to be quite slow and little things drop and maybe sleep starts to get a bit longer or a bit shorter and it happens over a period of time so thinking about those changes and, and really recognising those can be really helpful for people um, to understand if this is maybe something they are experiencing um, even if it's crept up on them a little bit. So it can feel really hard in, in knowing where to start to kind of boost your mood and start doing a little bit more. Um, but when we put our mind to it and kind of plan it out a bit more, it, it suddenly becomes a lot easier. Um, as we've said, when we're feeling low, um, we can actually kind of make ourselves more tired just by not really doing an awful lot. It's a bit like the idea if you have a full free day ahead of you and you spend it all in bed, you're just going to feel more tired because you've not really used up any energy you've got. So to kind of challenge this low mood, 
uh, we follow something called behavioural activation. Um, and this is all about slowly exposing ourselves to more kind of little activities which we may have used to been doing um, but have stopped doing. I think the key to all this is maybe starting small and in, in kind of building yourself up to kind of more activity. Exactly that. So there's a little bit of structure to help you do this, because like we said, it can feel hard to know where to start. So there are some really great things to do. And the first thing we recommend is really recording and reflecting on the things that you are doing currently. So for lots of people, this might mean keeping a bit of an activity diary. So writing that down somewhere. It might be um, using and a notebook and pen it might be adding it to a calendar maybe on your phone um, and you might need maybe some help from your family or friends to do this if that task feels a bit big so writing down absolutely everything you do um, so some of those activities might be sitting in your room on your own listening to music that's still a, an activity that you've taken part in sleeping eating going to school or maybe traveling to or from college these would all be things that we'd want to keep down um, and record as we go so like we say there's no right or wrong way of, of recording these doing whatever works for you um, something that's really simple can make the next step much easier yeah and I think it's really good to um, when we're writing down our activities and recording them um, actually using something called the ACE model. Um, ACE stands for achievement, connection and enjoyment. So when we think of any activity we do um, it might be worth just considering you know do you get that sense of achievement from it um, you know do you feel proud of yourself afterwards um, do you get a sense of connection um, so are you with others? Are you with friends, with family? Um, and then finally, the, the E is enjoyment. What, you know, what, what enjoyment and, and joy do you actually get out of it? Um, so when we consider achievement, connection and enjoyment, when we're writing down these diaries, we might want to kind of take note of what has a high, a high score in them three areas and try and plan more of them things in. Um, so when we think about connection, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be surrounded by loads of people and, and all of a sudden you're the most extroverted person with loads of friends. That could be, you know, you're going to go for a walk with the dog and, you know, there's connection there because it's an animal. It might be going for a walk with a dog and a sibling or, or a parent or, or a friend or something like that. So you can start small and kind of build it up there. So when we notice there's some activities which have them, higher levels of achievement, connection and enjoyment. Um, we, we're going to want to plan them in a, a way which feels comfortable for you and then hopefully try and get started with them. Um, so it might be you've, you've stopped doing something like going to like a, a weekly club because maybe it seems like there's a lot of effort and there's lots of people there. Um, but if you did manage to do that once, just reflect on that and think, well, actually, you know, I had a good time there. It was a bit daunting, but I spoke to lots of people. We did a fun, fun activity. Um, and when you kind of write down maybe the scores or, or, or what you got from it, you might see that actually you felt pretty good just by doing this. Um, so taking them little steps is, is a really good way of, of kind of moving forward, really. 
I think it's a great way of allowing us to become um, more present with the the activities that we're doing as well. So maybe if you've spent some time doing your homework, you might just think that's something you've got to tick off your to do list. You might just think it's something else um, to add into your day. But actually, if we reflect back on that using the ACE model, it might be that that achievement score is really high. We've been able to tackle something that maybe felt a bit difficult when we were in the classroom um, or we've been able to kind of move forward with something that's really important for our studies. So it's a lovely way to become more aware of what what we're spending our time doing and, and the impact that can have on us, because we know that not everything is going to have high scores in all three areas. It might be that some things, um, you know, maybe don't bring us that much enjoyment or maybe don't feel as though we've achieved a great deal. But it's great where we can to get that balance, like you say, and use those scores when we're planning um, our week. Yeah, so I think just just as important as the planning of a week. So if you wanted to take a diary approach or or maybe a list, um, equally as important is actually kind of reflecting maybe after them activities or at the end of a week. Um, what you were comfortable with, what can you continue doing um, and maybe what's a goal you want to work towards if, if there was something which was a bit more tricky in doing. Um, so planning it, doing it and then reflecting on it is, is the way to go with this kind of thing. Um, I think it's important to remember when we fall into that kind of low mood, a lot of the time it happened quite slowly. Um, so you may not have noticed that you were suddenly becoming a bit more isolated or, or not doing as much. Um, so equally, I think when we build up to doing more, that's probably, you know, that's going to be a slow process as well. Um, so don't be over ambitious. Don't be annoyed at yourself if if you don't get it all right in one week. Um, it is a slow process, but the important thing is that you at least get started with it. Absolutely. And I think it's given ourselves a bit of praise and a bit of credit where we do this stuff, I've worked with young people before, that when we're building back those activities, um, they might say to me, yeah, but I've still not done what I used to do, or I maybe did a little bit more before. Um, and having some thoughts like that can make doing the next week feel a little bit harder because it's reinforcing um, maybe those expectations that might be a little bit high at the moment. So like you say, giving yourself praise, building it up slowly and being really proud of yourself when you've maybe done new things or you've done old things that um, feel a bit more tricky um, and getting your parents on board or your friends or whoever it is that's important to you um, and celebrating your successes with them can be such a lovely way um, to keep you motivated and to give you a little bit more support to bolster you on your journey. this podcast has given you the motivation to maybe reflect on some of the activities that you're currently doing and maybe try planning in some more um, and to see how they make you feel see if they can make you feel a little bit brighter thank you ever so much for listening um from myself and tom we'll see thank you, you very much guys take care